You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. You're listening to Inside Real Estate, your source for all things mortgage and real estate related. The show that brings you all the hottest topics and insights directly from those who know it most. Now sit back and enjoy the show. Good morning, everyone. I am Paul Pasolakis. I've got Salvatore Cusmano, Mr. Brad Weisgerber. How are you guys? Good. Good. Okay, very good. <laughs> Special guests today, Mr. Darren Petterfee and Ms. Nicole Faff. <laughs> With a, with a silent P. Silent P. I was specifically Sold by told. silent P. Yeah. So, um, you know, today we're going to have a great show. First off, obviously, everybody that's li- listening, all our supporters, please go on our um, website, irepodcast.com. Like us on Stitcher, uh, <clears throat> iTunes, iPod stuff, all that stuff, right? iPod stuff. We're all, we're, we're all, over, mm-hmm. all over the place. For everybody. Does on, anybody even have an iPod anymore? No. I don't no. think no. so. Uh, for, yeah. You have an iPhone. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, actually, that kind yeah, of replace that, guys, right? Probably many old old men. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I could see them just. Why are uh, you looking this, at me when you say that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. The show's already gone to pot. Uh, yes, people still have iPhones. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about some, some interesting topics. Uh, we're going to talk about Zillow. Uh, they're doing some, some real good stuff for us. Uh, we're going to talk about pot in Michigan just passed uh, oh, through the elections. Legal, legal. Yeah. And we'll talk a little Not bit about the economy. Really um, doing really well as far as jobs goes. Uh, so, but first and foremost, I want to start with Darren and Nicole. Why don't we'll start with Nicole since you're new to the show? Welcome, welcome, uh, Nicole. Tell us about your background, uh, what you do, how you do it, why you do it. Um, I've been doing real estate for five years. Uh, I sell about 125 houses a year. Um, I've got I've got a small team, an yeah. assistant, a full time photographer. Um, I've got a, two marketing people and uh, a couple of buyers agents. So. Awesome! Wow. And a moving truck. And a moving truck. Oh, I saw the moving truck. So this is genius, by the way, and and we'll we'll get back to you in a second. But I saw this picture of this moving truck that she has, and it's got your your mug on it. With like, it's like the best. So imagine, like, people are moving out of their house, Sal, Mm -hmm. and there's this like calling card of this truck that's being filled with just your face in it. It's just like, like, yeah, it's it's a really smart move. So after I bought my house, I was driving past the house to show my kids, and this moving truck was in the driveway with Nicole's face on it, and I called Paul immediately. I was like. This there's is a, genius. There's an effing moving truck with the realtor's face on it. It's absolute genius. Yeah. I think the words were you, we need to buy Darren one of those. Yeah. I, I, I called you second. I was like, Darren, how come you don't have a moving truck? Yeah. What inspired yeah. that? Just uh, smart. Had an idea or? Um, who's I, I? I met with, uh, I, I don't remember who I met with. Uh, somebody brought it up that a, a realtor did it in North Carolina. Yeah. Now their insurance is a little probably cheaper down there. Yeah. Because yeah. the insurance is a little different up here. But um somebody brought it up and I was like, that's not a bad idea. And I it's I got genius. a steal on it. Yeah. I, I got it from I, I was passing a dealership and I called the owner. <laughs> I won't even say I called the owner of the dealership. <laughs> he was drunk. He was a little tipsy <laughs> on wine at three o'clock in the afternoon. Good for him. Yeah. Respect. Right? Who does that? Good oh, for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> not, not you. Not like shots in not the you. Yeah. Um, and I called him and I'm like, well, I, I walked into the dealership and the guy was like, there's no way he's going to give it to you for that. It was listed 10 grand higher than, than no, really? Yeah. than what he offered me. I was like, all right, just let me know if he wants to keep his word. Uh, and the next the morning at 9am. Benefits of being a said. girl. He's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. come on back. I'll, I'll give it to you. Darren, what about you? What do you do? Uh, I'm still trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, uh, so I've got a I've got a I've got a team of uh, agents that uh, make me look really good. Yeah. Um, if they it was do. on my own, I'm not quite sure that would happen. Um, for sure. 
But uh, I've got a great assistant, uh, a team of uh, some inside sales agents. Um, I've got six agents that work for us now. So, um, you know, just uh, just making dreams happen, man. You That's know, awesome. Just go out and we focus on on the list side of things and, and selling homes um, more so than the buy side uh, uh, because we specialize in that that aspect. Of right. It. You know, and uh, by doing so, we can help. You know, more folks uh, be able to get top dollar for that. What home. office are you guys out of? Just let uh, everybody know. Grand Blank, Grand Blank, Clarkson. Yep. Grand, Grand Blank and Clarkson. Good markets. Absolutely. Yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, all right, guys. So I do want to get into these topics. We'll start off with uh, Zillow, which I think is interesting. So Zillow has now expanded into another market uh, for this buy now kind of. Uh, what they're doing is they're creating a marketplace where if you want to sell your house, they'll pay cash for it and just buy it off of you, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they just expanded to uh, Houston, which is actually the fourth largest city in the in the country. So, you know. Did you Google that? Huh? Did you Google that? Make sure. I Googled it. Yeah, I did. I Google <laughs> everything, man. So, um, so just to give you guys a, 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 an idea of what's going on with them, so they've expanded now. They're in Phoenix, Las Vegas, Atlanta, Denver, Charlotte. They're going into Raleigh in uh, North Carolina uh, and Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, oh. They've already had twenty thousand requests for people to buy their houses. Um, uh, consequently, they also bought a bank because they believe that you know the the mortgage side of it. They basically want to do everything in one place, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yep. And Which is not a good thing for a consumer. Oh, probably not. No, I would agree with that because they're not going to get the best deal. Whatever. We'll get we'll get into that. But my, my whole point with it is. What a lot for the audience and anybody that's not in the industry, what, what what they might not understand is a lot of real estate agents pay into Zillow to buy their leads. Um, they basically f- are funding this, this this, and we've talked about this in the past. They're funding this business model. The realtors are the realtors and yeah. us because yeah. we do co marketing oh, yeah. on the mortgage side. Yeah, we're funding them to do all this yeah. stuff. We're, we're funding <coughs> them to replace us. Crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. What right? I yeah. think the biggest <laughs> challenge though of Zillow um, would be, I don't. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of people in at Zillow, I'm sure, that have been in the industry before. But, I mean, on a scale like that, the amount of uh, human intensity that's involved, right? Like, you're buying someone's house. It's not like you're going and buying, like, one of their watches or something. Like, like these so people have to move and they have to do something like that. You got 20,000 people. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think they've underestimated the amount of human involvement. I don't think they've underestimated shit. I think they they're very smart and they're 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 thinking about all this stuff it right now. It seems very well planned out. It's not it, they're not just a fly by night like right. hey, well I don't think they've but I I think that there are so many things that happen, you know, in the in the business and in a transaction when you're selling and or buying your house that I don't know if they're necessarily prepared to handle that all from a call center. Not yet, but they're they're working towards it. How much boots they have on the ground, I think, is going to. Well, make all they're going to do is create. They've they've created a dependency from real estate agents, and you guys can talk about this, Nicole and Darren, um, where you know they've they've got you hooked on the drug, where you need the leads because you're buying leads and all these buyers from Zillow. So all these agents are paying into Zillow. They're they're creating a dependency on Zillow, and then they're create, going to create a marketplace where now potentially, as a real estate agent, if you want to work with them, you're going to have to make less money on these transactions. Absolutely, and so. I'm just really, and no, nothing's changing. No, no, there's not. Nobody's rising up and saying, "Hey, we're not going to use Zillow anymore." So it's either you either try to fight against it or assimilate to it. But I really think it's. I mean, if I was NAR or like an association built for 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 uh, real estate agents or even mortgage mortgage associations, why aren't we saying something like, "Hey, dude, chill out. Like you're trying to take our jobs." Wouldn't you agree with that? 
Um, and you know, and I agree with that because there is a battle. There's a battle going in on the backside. But it's not of even us. a battle. You're giving them their. You're giving them. Well, we- you're funding their weapons. It's not much um, of a fight. You're right. Well, <laughs> it, it is and it's not. Okay, so you're right. There's a lot of data that. It, it, and let's face it, he who owns the data owns the market. Right? Would you agree? Yeah. Look at Amazon. Amazon has exploded because they own the data. Um, is it you know, data or data? Uh, potato or Nicole, potato? They call data or data? I don't think anyone says potato. I say data. data. Nobody data. says potato, data. Darren. I, I, I go data. data. I think yeah. data, too. I say or data. data. I, I like data. It's okay. okay. Data. 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 So data. <laughs> they own the data. So that's where the battle is. The battle's in the data. You know, data. No, thanks. You got me all screwed up now. Um, so – you look at Amazon. They're buying the data. They own the data. Amazon is actually way scarier than Zillow is. Amazon is going to dive into the real estate market within 2019. For sure. And they're Everybody way is. scarier than Zillow is because they have more data than Zillow does, right? And money. And money. Lots exactly. So one, one of the things that you watch for in the backside of all this is who's going to rise up and own the more data. Own the most data and then control the data. Google. Okay? Um, Google's, mm-hmm. Google's pretty crazy too. Um, you know, one thing that we're fortunate with with Keller Williams is Gary Keller is on the front side of that and battling that side with Zillow. Zillow doesn't own any of our data. They they have, their agreement is they don't own any of our data itself. So all the all the other big agents, they they Century Twenty One, Remax, Berkshire, they own all their data. They don't own ours. So there's this battle going on on who owns the most data and what that what's that going to mean. What's interesting though is like and, and I mean this is kind of <clears throat> off topic to a degree but like once it goes on the internet it's like it's basically anyone's right, right. so I'm sh- I wonder if there's like data aggregators out there pulling everything that's ever hit Zillow even though it's your data yep. right they they could easily trace and and probably track all of that oh absolutely they're in in everybody's data mining <clears throat> everything it's you know? absolutely insane I actually found an example of this yesterday I was on Facebook sitting at the secretary of state in line somewhere but I was diving into the rabbit hole of, of Facebook privacy and looking through like their ad settings. Only you would do this. <laughs> I, I have yeah, no I idea what triggered me to do it, but I did it. And <laughs> you can see a list of Facebook advertisers that have used your information or have uh, have your information from a list that they bought. It's a massive list. You yeah. guys should check it out one day. Cause it, it's crazy. Nobody owns the data, dude. Uh, it's, it's, I mean, Zillow owns the data. What I mean, what I mean by that is. Uh, yes, there's a premium on data, but what I'm more concerned with today um, is, as a real estate agent, do you do you assimilate with it and try to just basically cut your margins and do more volume because Zillow is going to feed you a little? So bit? So what's going to happen is these agents are going to become Zillow agents, right? They're That's no longer going to be an individual agent; they're going to be a Zillow agent, right? And that lead's going to come to Zillow, and Zillow's going to process it, and they're going to reach out and say, "Hey, you know, Bob Smith, you know, whatever, Darren Petterfee, Nicole Faff, you know, whatever, Faff, Faff." Silent P. P. Fast. Yeah. Silent P. Um, you know, hey, um, we're going to feed you leads now. Instead of charging you per month, we're just going to give you 20%. And that's what's going to happen. We're going to keep 80% and you get 20%. But we're going to give you the lead. It's already pre-qualified. It's already ready to go. Here's the house they want to buy. You just got to go show them. So Redfin's doing it, that. They're yeah. all going to be showing agents. Do you disagree, mm-hmm. Nicole? Uh, to an extent. I think a, a portion of them will. Like for me, I purchase Zillow leads. Of course you do. Everybody does. He Here's doesn't. Some- I don't. Which I you found don't? that no. I found that I don't. very surprising that he doesn't. No. Yeah, all but my I leads started, are organic. Yeah, wow. I started four years ago purchasing right. them, so I've been in the business for five. I started four years ago. It's expensive. It is expensive, but I only started out expensive. spending 
three, four hundred bucks, and now I spend fifteen hundred. Well, it's a question: is is the juice worth the squeeze every month, right? um, And are the leads drying up? Do you got to call and beat your rep? The leads are drying up. What zip codes are available? Should Um, I switch it up? It's like so every month you're modifying your spend. Correct, and you do have to modify it. You have to Mm -hmm. keep track of it. Now I'm ninety four percent referral basis, so I find it easy. So out of one hundred and twenty five homes. It, I can see where other agents get stuck on is the ROI high enough? So, well, if that's 12 deals a year, right? Correct. For you. And if you're making an average of 5500 bucks a deal, 1500 is worth it. Correct. Right. Positive every- so, I get it. But is another source giving me leads at a cheaper rate that I could take that 1500 bucks and plug it in here mm-hmm. and make that ROI higher? What's, and the yeah, question is, yeah. Is, yeah. But With you got to sit down and think about that, and the majority don't because until this, I'll say until 2018, so my first four years in the business, three years on Zillow, I probably didn't think of it that way. Mm-hmm. I thought of it as, oh, hey, I'm spending a grand on Zillow. Okay, so that's 12 grand, so I'm making this, so I'm fine. Right. It's not even thinking about it. It's it, it's interesting because every, every agent is essentially – they're a business owner. You, you own your own business. You own your own business. Yep. You work for Keller Williams, but – Right. You run your own business, right? Yep. So yeah. it, it's it's comes back to data, right? You can't just think about, well, Zillow going to give me a better – you have to have data behind it to make the decisions. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy where we're at these days. So like I find it really interesting that you don't buy Zillow leads, but you do because in my head, uh, as a buyer, right, a millennial, the first thing I do when I – I want to buy a house. I'm going to look at Zillow. It's the first place everybody goes. Everybody goes there. Yeah. So it's really surprising that you And don't I don't even know if it. they necessarily go to Zillow. They might just Google homes for sale, yes. buy Zillow a house, right, the first and one, do their SEO. So and now, and now my, I spend more of my time and efforts on SEO. Mm-hmm. I, I push our sites to number one. Uh, yeah. When we do our listings, all my, all my listings have to have individual websites, and I push all mine SEO. So you're right. You do a great somebody, job of that, by the way. Oh, thank it's, you. It's, it's, uh, well, I, I think it, so. It, when when people search that, Grand Blake Homes for Sale, Clarkson Homes for Sale, Novi Homes for Sale, when I list a house, that home is number one. So my team of marketing people behind the scenes are way better than I am, but they just know how to do the Google AdWords behind the scenes and the keywords and all that other fun stuff. I learned a new new term the other day. It's called geofencing, which is kind of cool. It's really cool. Uh, but never really knew much about it. What you is know? it? It's actually where so you go on Amazon, right? I guess speaking of Amazon, you, you want to buy a new set of golf clubs. You're searching some golf clubs, right? You decide not to buy them at that point, but you go on to Facebook later on and you're looking on Facebook. I'll follow you. That, I looked up you, uh, right? Dyson Vacuum and they're every single thing I look at, whether it's on my computer, my phone. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's kind of got a Dyson. It's, it's cookies too though. Yeah. Geofencing yeah. Is, Co- yeah, cookies it's more location-based as well. It's, uh, yep. it's like yeah. geofencing. Right. Like for me, but it will, I can, it will go from as I pull down to my road to my house, geofencing – uh, allows like my garage door just open automatically because it knows I'm getting close to my house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it, it's yeah. part of geo. It's interesting too, and I noticed that I was reading something the other day. Like you know, YouTube ads depending on where, because sometimes your phone will ping off another server right. in another area, and you'll get those ads. Right. Mm-hmm. So yep. I was getting ads the other day for like uh, a, an election in Minnesota, like constantly, and I like reset my my settings, and then it was all like Bill Shooty ads, like all day. Yeah, yeah. I was like, God, <laughs> shut the fuck up. So, so, yeah, so, so that, that, I guess in a roundabout way, Paul, you're right. You know, Zillow is going to change the market in a lot of ways um, because there's going to be a lot of agents that are newer agents that buy leads yeah. that have become uh, dependent on the nipple, so to speak, with them that they can't they can't get be away. Much from easier it. for them to recruit, right? Yeah, and I think that as an agent, like to your point earlier, like could I take that fifteen hundred and spend it elsewhere? Mm-hmm. I think you. 
it, you already have like a business up and running. I think what can I do in addition to instead of in right. lieu of spending fifteen hundred? Like, hey, that's working. You're getting four grand a month. Why don't you take three grand a month of that or fifteen hundred of the profit of that and invest it in Facebook marketing or something like that? That's more sustainable. And then, hey, when it goes dry, you just cut it off. Right. My whole thing is as a, as a real estate agent and as a loan officer, but more more for you guys. The market is changing. The way the business is being done is changing. That is, there's no way around it. It has changed. What are you guys seeing that you need to do a real estate? I mean, because we have a lot of agents that listen. What does a real estate agent need to look out for right now? And and how do how are you thinking about the future and how you need to evolve? Because you, if you don't evolve right now, you're gonna you're, you're dying. Gonna, you're, you're dead, right? Yep. So what do you guys see coming down? What do you guys see that you need to do to change? Because what what worked <clears throat> then will not work tomorrow. You want to you take that first? Of course I do, Darren. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? So for me, I'm focusing more on technology. Okay. Um, I, like I said, I'm 94% referral basis. Yeah. So I know that it, it does last. I'm very good at getting those clients back, getting their friends, getting their family. Um, but I know I want to get bigger. Right. So you really do need to t- tap mm-hmm. into that cold market. So mm-hmm. I'm really hitting on technology. Technology. Uh, where I can get them um, – I, me different than him. I'm not used to converting those cold leads. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So that for me is a huge learning curve. That's like Paul and I. Like I don't like when I get a lead on the phone. I'm like today, Junior. Yeah, that's what I feel like. He's like, you know, and he'll be like, "What? Why didn't you say that?" And I'm like, "But I'll convert like 95 percent of my referrals." Yeah. I mean, so it's my referrals are amazing. Yeah. But it comes down to a cold lead, and I'm like, "What are you going to do when when margins get compressed? Because it's going to happen." Well, you build value. Here's like that's what you do. But if 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 someone else is providing the same value, here's what I wonder though: margin. Here's what I was thinking earlier and and yesterday is that who is more at risk to margin compression and the threat from like let's say a Redfin or a Zillow or, or a buyer's agent or a listing agent? Because really the the buyer's agent is going to suffer way agent, more. Yeah, yeah, yeah the buyer's agent. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're going to have a hard time. I also think that they're doing, you know, not to be quoted here, but most of the work, right? Like they're out showing the homes yeah. for hours and hours. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times. It, a lot of times I feel like in this business, to a degree, we're overpaid per hour, right? Like sometimes well, yeah. you get a slam sometimes dunk, 500, right. sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you you're underpaid and, and there's averages, and there's right? But I bet that average would probably average out to less than 3% on a listing. Mm. Hours put in, depending, depending. right? The depending summer, in the market absolutely where you're at, right? Depending but on the market where you're if at. If you put in spend. hours put into the listing versus hours put in to the buyer, and not necessarily that that is the determination of who's going to suffer more from margin, margin compression, right? Because like you said, leads are mostly buyer's leads. They're not seller's leads. So right. who will own that will probably be the technology and the Zillow and the Redfin right. and whatnot, which will probably end up compressing their margins. But overall, Zillow – could also compress the overall margin of of the transaction and say, all right, now if we double dip a deal, it's four percent as opposed to six. We can still afford to pay this buyer's agent the same whether we were charging three percent or two percent. So yeah. the the one thing I would I would say to that, and, and and I've thought about that a lot, Sal. To be honest with you, I've spent a lot of time kind of combating where we're going to go at because you're right. Mm-hmm. This market's shifting. Zillow's coming to be a major player. Amazon's coming on board. Redfin, you know, technology, Redfin. Technology Red, technology is a lot make, easier to do this. You're right. It does. But here's the thing that I, I've come, come to realize. Nothing replaces my boots on the ground 
Mm-hmm. Nothing replaces my replace. Those are famous last words. Oh. Those are famous <laughs> fucking last words. <laughs> what I do is better. Or like yep. no, those are those are the, you, like Blockbuster. Yeah. Blockbuster's theory was people like coming into our store and getting fucking popcorn and potentially seeing their neighbor in the store. They like, I did. They like Blockbuster. <laughs> they like, like, there's one left. There's no, like, part of that. I think there's one left. <laughs> or see what I'm saying? Yeah. Those are famous last words because yep. if if okay, this is where it's going. Yep. Regardless if you if you think your way is better, right? And Blockbuster's like, yeah, we got something good. It's it feels better here. But well, here's where's, the problem with where's Blockbuster? Blockbuster? Blockbuster didn't evolve. Okay. They didn't involve, so, right? Right. So you take the nothing beats my boots on the ground and my relationship with the clients and my ability to communicate with clients, right? Think about this now, guys. How often do you do you not call tech support for something or customer service for something because you're not getting a person on the phone that's live oh, that's or knows brutal. what the hell they're doing? Brutal. Always. Brutal, right? So Here, check out you, our, our What fact. do you think the difference is going to be if they can call <laughs> me direct and talk to me and say, hey, Darren, I'm not sure my, why my house isn't selling. Can you come over and talk to me about it? Or my house hasn't sold. Can you come talk to me and tell me what your opinion is? Or let me call 1-800-ZILLOW and blah, 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 and get somebody that don't oh, have an idea so of who painful. they're talking to. There is <laughs> something to be said When you said 1-800-ZILLOW, exactly. so, like you've got to infuse that I, with technology yes. um, to be able to offset that balance you know, of what they're offering. Because it's not always about the discount. It's not. I mean, people know... There's a value there to a certain point. Now, granted, there's going to feel a press all the way across the board. There is. Listing side, buy side, there's going to be a press. No ifs, ands, or buts about it that we can't get away from that. But those agents that are really putting forth the effort and the and the value of what they provide to their client, people still pay a value. You, you still see high-end stores. Apple. Apple, most expensive product on the market for technology, for phones and, and computers. People still buying them? You still buy them? You got an iPhone, don't you, Paul? No. No. Oh. I, None I'm of you guys a, I'm Android. I do. Okay. I'm Android. Okay. Paul's different. But you but you go and buy it because you like the Apple product, right? You got one, right? Yeah. yeah. I love Apple. They're having. <laughs> I Sorry. Love but no, seriously, <laughs> you, you could buy an a, a, a Android for cheaper. Yeah. Or you could buy a Windows computer for cheaper. But still people still go to the Apple store and buy them. Yeah, Why? I like my Mac. Yeah. Why? Well, Why? I don't know, but I love it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I feel like well, they know, last longer. They probably don't. Ultimately, but. too, it's like you often, you know, you don't see people like ordering cars online. Mm-hmm. They go to the dealer, they test it out. They, you know, there, there's people involved. There's a yep. salesman, and eventually, I mean, somewhere in the future, when people are riding around on hoverboards and you know your phone is this clear little plastic screen on your eye, maybe you will, right? Maybe you will buy a house online. Right. But technology's we're not there not, yet. Yeah, guess, technology's yeah, not, not there, there yet. yet to like completely replace. I don't us. think the agent's ever going to go. But there. I think the question no, right now that. is that we're aware of what's going on. We're aware of what the technology and, mm-hmm. and the big conglomerates of Zillow and whoever you want to add into that bucket are going to be changing the market to a degree. Mm-hmm. Are you going to? In Blockbuster's analogy, are you going to be Redbox or right. are you going to be Netflix? Right. right? How I've are you never going used to use Redbox? Yeah, never, nobody has because it was trash. It so, <laughs> what you know? What's what's the next step, and where are you going to align yourself? Right? Like, you, what are you going to adapt? How are you going to accept it, and how are you going to move forward? All right, just to wrap this up. Obviously, I mean, I think personally, like if I was a real estate agent or more, like we got to really start thinking. Like, do, do you really want to start paying into like? replacing yourself like i just think it's crazy that we, we pay all this money they're getting billions of millions and we're millions paying of them to take our job yeah, yeah. so we gotta like either they either Sam, need to like that's exactly what's happening f- like i don't know man it's 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 a crazy thing that's happening it's not gonna stop it's gonna well, you guys going. and on the mortgage side you should be scared of it too 
Oh, because yeah. they the, own a mortgage the same company. thing's happening. They own a mortgage yeah. company already. We paid Zillow. Yeah, yep. it's, it's, it's just a matter of time. So I think it's just something to be aware of. I think it's it's going to develop even more. It's not just Zillow. It's Open Door. There's all these companies that are going to be doing this. Imagine if Facebook wanted to open a mortgage company. Yeah, bro. We're oh, it's just around the corner. Boom. Don't give me ideas, bro. So, okay. I mean, <laughs> listening always. Think, think of the data that they own. I mean, my gosh. Yeah. The okay. Of market, I mean, uh, I did want to talk about the economy a little bit, real quick. Um, <clears throat> Friday, the jobs report came out, and I'm I'm big on this. I, I really think. I mean, everybody's talking about the recession and the downturn, and it's coming. And but the reality the is, what the shift? The shift. So, but the reality is, I think if jobs are good, we're good, right? Mm-hmm. So, like you know, on Friday, jobs report came out. They're expecting one hundred ninety thousand dollars, one hundred ninety thousand new jobs that were created that were going to be created. It came out; it was two hundred fifty thousand, way over expectations. Um, hourly earnings, which is the big part of this, uh, they're up five cents, uh, which is the month over month, which is the best since two thousand nine. The other thing that I thought was a crazy stat: unemployment is at three point seven percent. That's the lowest since nineteen sixty nine. Think about that. So, our, I mean. Our our jobs market is really, really, really healthy. And all this other stuff that's going on, interest rates going up. I mean, this is fuel for the Fed to say, hey, we can afford to get higher rates, right? Mm-hmm. So do not expect rates to go down, right? Anybody that's right now, here's what's happening with a lot of people. Oh, I'm thinking about buying a house. I'm going to wait because uh, rates, are, rates are not whatever. Well, Dumb. guess what, dude? Rates are not going to get any better than they are right now and – and what's going to happen is Home you're going to end up going. having to buy a house because you probably have to buy a house. I had a baby, but I'm going to wait. I, I'm, I'm, you know, I need more room. I'm going to wait a little bit and see what happens. Well, guess what, dude? Your waiting is going to cost you money. Right? Home, home prices are going up. Rates are going up. The cost of money is not getting any cheaper. No. If you need a house, buy it. Buy it now. Yes. Right? And, and use a great agent because don't use it. I don't, th- I don't think people get it. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think people – I know I mean, two right here. Yeah. Two, two 100%. Right? right? Yeah. I just posted something about it I think two days ago. Right. About it's what? not going to get cheaper buy to buy a house. Yeah. Yeah. Rates buy, are going it's, up. It's going to cost you more. You're going to you're gonna afford less of a house Literally now in, too in the because spring. the wintertime – Yeah. You, you want to buy yeah, the house Actually, wintertime winter is the best time to buy a house. Absolutely. There's no less competition. competition on the market. And you get better deals on your homes. Everybody keeps saying, well, we'll wait till the rates go down in spring. Rates are going down. Pr- yeah. Rates are going down. Go prices go, home prices go up. And so, there's more competition. So, yeah. you know, we're right back in the same boat we were, you know, a year ago. So how do you yeah. get that word out to the consumer? Like the consumer that's like, eh. We come on a show with you and tell everybody. No, nobody's watching this. <laughs> nobody's watching this. We got like well, four listeners. Don't lie. Darren, Darren <laughs> I went into Darren's office uh, a week or two ago. Darren's got like a whole team of people that are just on the phones all day long educating people telling them like how he adds value and how he can sell their house. It's, it's crazy. Like inside sales mortgage, like you go to like a quick and loans, it's just a rows of people on the phones calling people mm-hmm. to sell them stuff. I never thought, like I never pictured a, a real estate office like that. I've never seen one like that. And it kind of blew my mind a little bit. Thanks buddy. Yeah. So, but, but I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, and, and Sally, I think you agree with this is that, if you're a consumer right now and you even have an inkling of buying a house, like you should do it now. Yeah. Well, yes. I think a lot of people don't necessarily listen to the professional all the time. They take advice from like their parents. Oh, yeah. Listen, Aunt Tilly. Right. Yeah. Well, and ah, while history repeats itself, I don't think it ever repeats itself in the same way, right? It's always different. There's mm-hmm. always a war. There's always a crash. There's always a recession. There's always a boom. There's, but it's different every time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, I I get it. 
right? But I'm like, dude, put your dad on the phone. And let me just talk to him. <laughs> you know, like, so funny. Your dad's telling you this, and it's like, I you know, so let me talk to your dad. And they're like, bring your dad to the show. Hey, let's, My dad well, says I put it in a different way, but like, hey, let's yeah. conference your dad and talk. Right. Mm-hmm. And by the end of that phone call, he's like, oh, I didn't know you. You didn't have to put twenty percent down to right. avoid PMI or whatever. Like, so it's like. Yeah, man. Like times have changed. Products have changed. You, yeah, you know, like, I understand let's, you let's bought your last house in 1982, and, right? And, and right, and, and, and now things are now, a little different. And you've read a couple like Bloomberg articles and think you're, you know, Mister Wizard for your kid. But like ultimately, <laughs> See, and, then said, and hey, I get it. I get you want to protect them, but let's talk about it, mm-hmm. right? Let's figure it out. Let's talk about the actual facts so you can make a good decision whether that's to buy now or wait or you know do this mortgage or or not, like. Mm-hmm. It makes sense or it doesn't. And if you don't, if you aren't educated, you can't really make a good decision. So you're, you're, you're suggesting, which I, I agree with, is listen to the fucking professional that you're talking to. <laughs> yeah. right? Is that it? Absolutely. Well, you know, yeah. and, and make sure the professional you're talking to is you a know, professional. And if you don't, if you don't, and if you don't like what they've got to say, interview a second one. Get right. You know? Yeah. Get yeah. some and, other and opinions. And if, get, and if they and if all are pretty two, similar, two obviously varying opinions, get a third. Yeah. You know, and, and go with the one that the, the two that said the same thing. You know, I, every person I I meet with, I talk to about listing their home and selling their home and such. I encourage them. Yo, we want to talk to a couple agents. As a matter of fact, here's a couple of them. Call, go call them and talk to them. You know, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid of what I've got to say because I'm educating you on how to sell your home. Right. You know, and at the end of the day, I know that my product is is a better product. And I think that I know that there. Yeah, I think. Sorry to cut you off, yeah. but I think like what separates someone who's like a true professional and someone who's just working for that commission on that deal is the fact of being able to say, yeah, whatever. Like when someone calls me, I'm like, listen, one would probably be wrong of me to tell you not to go around and shop. But the reality is, is here's why this loan's better for you. Go do it. Call me back. If they do have something better, I'll see what I can do. But like most of the time, it's it's not. Yeah. Or, you know, it's it's like, well... That looks better, but they're charging you this. It's going to cost you that much more in closing. Hey, their PMI is double the price of ours, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not always like, unfortunately, at least in the mortgage side, it's not black and white. It's not clear cut. You know, and to piggyback on that, as we were talking about compressing value and compressing amounts and and margins margins and things, um, you know, that's a a great point to that is because I can't tell you the amount, and I'm sure you get it too, Nicole, people, people will go and they'll list with somebody for 4%. You know, Touché. they happen all the time. Oh, well, this agent said they do it for 4%. Mm-hmm. Two months later, I get the phone call and said, <clears throat> I never should have went with that agent. I'm call- I, mm-hmm. get, Can you come out? I know it's going to cost me 2% more, but I know you're going to actually get my household. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you get it all the time too, yep. I'm sure. I've got two right now. Yeah, Exactly. So, you know, it, nothing beats that that value that people see in that. Mm-hmm. When you tell, encourage them, go talk to other people. Right. Go say, I'm putting my best foot forward and I'm, I know our product is a good product and it, and it's the right product for you. You know, but encourage you, you know, hey, go, go ahead, go try Listen, it. And it's transaction so important and so large in your life as, as selling or buying a house, and it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. You don't want to use a fly by night shop. You don't want to, well, I think that you, you know, want to use a professional that can gonna be add value so easy do if you work with the right people. Exactly. Right? It's like, or it could be your worst nightmare. If you just want to put it on autopilot and get the check, hire a good agent. Mm-hmm. Pay yeah. the commission, right? Yeah. If you want to kind of do this, like, you know, I couldn't tell you how many times someone's flat listed a house for, you know, 500 bucks or whatever. And they told them, we're, we're just basically not going to do shit. We'll list on the MLS. And if Those you got an issue, call the seller. Like I've called the, called the agent, you know, hey, the appraisal scheduled, right? Trying to be proactive. He's like, 
Okay. Sweet, bro. Yeah. yeah. Like, I really why are you calling me? Is there an issue? Is this going to close or not? I can care less either way. They've already paid me. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And so the appraisal like, comes in low and then there's nobody yeah, to Yeah, now to, I got to call the know? seller who's like, what do you mean? Let me look at the appraisal, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't they use the comp from, you know, two miles away that was sold for 600000 in my house, right? It's like no one understands, like. yeah. you know? And often yeah. I think something that helps with, with your background too, because I, I, go, I go through this all the time, is like, Having that diverse background on your end, right, being mm-hmm. able to understand like appraisals and things like that definitely helps. And obviously doing 125 deals a year also helps with that, like picking the right comps, choosing what to sell it for. Every guy you pay 500 bucks will list it for whatever you want. Right. The guy so you pay 3% up, will get your house sold for the most that he thinks he can without yeah. causing or 6%, issues. 6%, not 3 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but sure. no, you're right. Yeah. You know, and, and, but that's the reality. You know, you pay for what you get. I mean, truthfully, people still shop at expensive stores for expensive items because they like the best things. So, you know, uh, you, you know, on. anybody no. here have a Rolex? I would like oh, to have a Rolex one day. Oh, don't do that. Uh, so, so here, here's what I mean. Man. Here's what I will tell you, and just to wrap this <laughs> part up, gotta, are Darren and I the only ones that don't have Rolexes? I don't have. I, I purchased a Rolex. I know she did. Uh-oh. Did you lose it? <laughs> no, I bought it for my wife. He's a dickhead. I just gave it to her for her birthday. I think he was calling out Sal more than anything. <laughs> well, well, you have Sal, a Rolex. Sal and He's I are both watch guys. Yeah, but I love. That's one thing Sal and I got is, and I'm a watch guy too, and, and I dig that Sal. I mean, the watches are awesome. Well, you have to appreciate. I don't buy a Rolex because it's a Rolex, and I can flaunt it around. I buy it because it's it's one badass. Of the watches. It's a badass watch. And they they hold their value. To yep. be honest, I mean that's the biggest reason. Yep, it's yeah. like well, I could buy it for what I paid for, or sell it for what I paid for it. Yep, right, absolutely. Good to know. Uh, yeah, all right. Good to know. So, Good to know. <laughs> yeah. Next Man. week on Watch that Talk, make you feel better. <laughs> yeah, I thank you. Yeah. yeah, you're good. You're good. Awesome. Congratulations. Good thank investment. You. It was a good investment. Great. There you go. That's all I care about at this uh, point. La- last thing on this topic is basically I think what people don't realize everybody's waiting for the downturn and everybody has this echo effect from 2008 and they think that the housing prices are going to crash. They're not. They're not going to nope. crash. And the reason they're not going to crash is because the housing market's much healthier. It's propped up on actual good loans. You're not going to have foreclosures, rampant foreclosures. It's going to be very different. Like if we have a recession, which we will, we'll have a recession probably 2020 to 2021. The housing market will be is a lot more insulated than it used to be. So if you're looking for that deal, dude, you might get not a happening. 3% correction, 2% correction. There might be something small like that, but it's not going to be like, oh, I can buy pennies on the dollar again. Yeah, it's not right? No. no, we're not going to be, be that. There'll be pockets of it. There's, it's, it's, yeah, there's I mean, always but, pockets. But, there's, but, there's, pockets, but overall. There's going to be so many investors yeah. that are jumping on those that all it's going to do is drive the price rate back up yep. again. So yeah, it's, I mean, it's the housing yeah. market it's is not. not what it was in 2008, people. So don't expect this like massive gluttony of of like foreclosures and cheap houses and people not making their mortgage payments. Again, jobs are good; people can afford their their payments. They're not going to foreclose, and, and the foreclosure rates going to be you know whatever. I, my whole point you're is you're not going to all of a sudden have two hundred thousand dollars worth of equity three years yeah. later, right. Right? right? But there's still deals to be had out there if you have money yeah. right now, and you yep. can you know scoop a house up that needs yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Equity acceleration is probably going to slow down, which, yeah. is, which is fine. I, I think, well, again, because yeah, it's been it's growing healthy. at an exponential Everything, rate the last few years. Every, so it was getting too hot, people. Yeah, like yeah. What we're going through right now is very healthy. Nothing mm-hmm. forced the housing market to slow down. It was a natural slowdown that people were like, okay, let's chill out a little bit, and mm-hmm. like it's really healthy. If it kept going at the trajectory that it was, it would have just – like it was – It would have just it was, blown up like a firework. It was too hot. I mean yeah. – uh, <laughs> It's kind of crazy. I mean, think how good that recession was to so many people who bought homes at, mm-hmm. during it, right? I mean, yep. to put $150,000 in your pocket. <laughs> and most people, I mean, it's crazy right now. You're talking to people that 
in the past couple of years, it's like, how much do you have to put down? Well, I got like, uh, my realtor says I'm going to net like a hundred grand. These mm-hmm. people make like 35, 40 grand yeah. a year. It's like, wow. It's a lot of money. That's a lot. I put it all in the bank and put minimum down, brother. Yeah. Because you probably won't ever save that. Right. <laughs> you know? Like, it's um, crazy. Yeah. All right. So obviously that that's our take on that. Uh, so so yesterday we had uh, uh, the elections that went down. Do we got to get into politics? A little bit. Just a little bit. Um, <laughs> One in particular. Democrats won the House, which is cool. They lost some, some – I mean, you want to get into politics. Okay, uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Did we just get a whoop whoop? You did. It's good. Look, again, I think there's good checks and balances happening there. The the, the stock market really likes it. It's way up today um, that I looked at before we started the show. Uh, so the market's really happy with what happened. What I'm more interested in is pot passed here in Michigan. For those of you that are across the country and in Sweden, I don't know. It's weird. We got a big population in Sweden listening to the show. Um, we we just uh, basically uh, legalized pot. In uh, in Michigan, it's not legal yet. Uh, ten days from now, it'll be right. That, so that's for what real? it is. It'll take ten days for it to process days. after the the elections results are, are vetted. Vacation time. Um, so this is some 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 points on the pot thing. Um, you got to be twenty one years old to 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 uh, have it. You can have up to two and a half ounces. Which if people that don't smoke pot or haven't had pot, that's a lot of pot. <laughs> two and, wow. and a half ounces. That's a Holy lot. cow! That's a lot. Of, you can have ten ounces in your house, and you can grow up to twelve plants. Um, we probably won't see like uh, commercial use of it until about 2020 because there's a lot of laws that have to go into place. But I guess my question, because this does tie into real estate a little bit, oh, absolutely. right? And like, like what happened in Denver, there was this like there's a lot of money that was made through the pot industry, mm-hmm. and there were people that started making it. A good friend of mine, Scott Rebicki, how are you, buddy? You know, he's making a lot of money because he's got dispensaries now, right? Yeah. And that that goes back into the economy. It's not just the revenue that you're going to make that are going to go to schools and all the. There's going to be people that are going to make a lot of money on pot, and it's going to create wealth, and mm-hmm. that'll get distributed. Right? White Castle's going to go crazy. White Castle's going to do real well. Taco Bell <laughs> stock is up. Seven Eleven's uh, coming back. Seven Eleven is good. Give me those taquitos. I want some Funyuns. Give me uh, a bag of Doritos and I'm ready to go. So <laughs> I'm Mountain Dew. I, what do you guys think as far as the real estate market? I mean, I think it was funny. I was reading Facebook yesterday. And there's agents who were like, well, people are going to want bigger backyards now. <laughs> <laughs> pole barn in the back. Right? It's Benston like, pole barn. And I saw, I saw a real estate agent today post, hey, pot just got legalized. Anybody that's looking for a grow house, I'll help you find it. Like, it's going to change. It's, yeah. like, it's already happening, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you guys see as far as that? I mean, I, I know it's not going to change the market. This completely. is all you. This is all me. Is it because is it yeah. Darren smokes you know, it, a lot of pot? I, yeah, I've never <laughs> have in my whole life, to be honest with you. So the, ironically, but you look high right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I'm around you guys. Yeah. Um, no, it, it's ironic. I actually got three phone calls in the last week uh, with the anticipation of this law passing that they want to buy you know, a grow facility. Yeah. Yep. Um, That's crazy. But it's, it's going to happen. Previous dude. to this, it's it's really a, had a negative effect on the market because people that they grew and then they moved on and they grew and they moved on and it made a stigma in the house because of the smell or what have you. But I think what you're finding now with the legalization is that you're right. It's going to be the, the, the pole barn is going to be a huge and a fenced yard is going to be huge. I think that the, the sides of the lots are going to, uh, you know, are going to be a really high demand. And the and pole barns, homes with pole barns are going to explode. And I think you know, because like, houses think in, I'm all down. for it. Just yeah. please quit growing in your basement. Yeah, because yeah. it smells it, like, really yeah. stinks up the house. I've sold three of them this year. You have? Yeah. yeah. Please quit. Yeah. Like, people can't get rid of the smell. <laughs> here's, yeah. Here's it's the very thing, difficult. Though, right? <laughs> on a, it's going to come down to the way it's implemented, right? Just because it's legal to grow 12 plants in your house and have a couple ounces in your bedroom doesn't mean like – 10 ounces. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two and a half. It's on a couple person. couples. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> listen. It's like wow, you got it. This down it doesn't path, mean that all of a sudden you're going to have this grow house and start, you know, shipping ounces to the dispensary every day and making right. tons of money. It's like you no. can't sell it. No, there's going to there's going to be a process. Yeah, so use. what type of licenses are going to be handed out? Right, it'll be like alcohol. The commercialization, yeah. the mm-hmm. giant commercial licenses. They're they're only handing out like. A handful of those like, things. Yeah, seven yeah. or ten in the state. So there's license uh, there's going to be mid-level ones or low-level there's, ones. So There's 2,000 plants. There's 500 plants, 2,000 plants, and 20,000 plants. Those are those are the different. Paul is really well-versed in yeah. this. Yeah. I read up on it last. I was really interested Jesus. in it. Well, my buddy does it. So I was like, I'm going to read this. <laughs> <laughs> With a bag of Doritos and a taco. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Taquitos are everything. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, I do think it's going to create some wealth. I think there's going to be money that goes into the market. I think houses will get – I think we're – Rural areas are going to see more I, I development. You, because to be of honest with you, I think one of the things that's going to really impact in a positive fashion is areas that maybe struggled in commercial. Would you think, Nicole? Yeah, like Dort Highway. These warehouses, that, yeah, that, yep. the old warehouses that have just been sitting and not really mm-hmm. doing much of anything because they got three phase electric in them. They got high capacity air, air conditioning systems in them. I think that you're going to see a rejuvenation. 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 Wow, that was really easy for me to say. Rejuvenation. Um, of some of those blighted properties, I think you're going to see start happening. Well, not only that, like I know up in uh, Europe by the Flint area market, and it's decriminal. Uh, marijuana has been decriminalized in the city of Flint for a long time, mm-hmm. and there's dispensaries all around. But I think you're going to see some of the stigma of of the markets directly around that the, those facilities kind of go away. So mm-hmm. people aren't going to be as um, against it. turned it's, off yeah. to, to live I'd, closer I'd to they, a dispensary. Yeah, I'd, I'd, listen, I've got I'd, a strip mall right now listed. Um, it's uh, 22, 22 units, I think it is, or what have you. And I got a call the other day that said, hey, I want to put an offer in contingent upon this law passing. Because the facilities are big enough and, and it's in the city of Flint and it actually – the facility is big enough and it's got the right capacity that I want to turn it into grow operations. And each unit would have a separate grow operation. I said, well, why don't we just wait three days and see if it passes and then do it? You know, right. instead, of um, instead, of, instead of contingent upon a law passing that, you know. They want to have a contingent. You know it would be kind of cool? I mean just a odd thought here. But there's like hair studios where like they have like 20, 30 units in there and each – Hairdresser like rents you, you it out right on the head, Sal, because that's actually what he wants to do. That's uh, he, he wants he's to got rent twenty two units Whoa. and he wants to rent each that's, unit. He'll out. Set it all up. Like this guy's name is genius. The, he's yeah. genius. Yes. Dude, there's gonna be a lot of innovation around it. It's, well, a, yeah, it's an open market. When you can and buy, back to when your you port, it's gonna go back into the thousand. Yeah, you can rent out twenty two units at whatever per month, fifteen hundred a month, fifteen hundred a month, and they pay all their electric and everything else, and they've got a secure facility that they can grow their their marijuana in. Now, I mean, what better? And they don't have to have it in their house. You know, and they could just drive up, go and lock their door, go in. Anyone listening out there wanting to get in on this, Flint has a ton of properties like that. Get a hold of Darren and Nicole. Yeah. Hook you up. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we're running short on time here. This is what I want to do. Darren, give me one piece of advice that you give a consumer looking to buy a house. And Nicole, give one piece of advice for someone looking to sell a house. Ooh. Opposites. Oh, yeah. That really changed things up, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, Shake it up. One, con- one thing about buying a house is don't wait. Now is the time. Um, there's less competition out there of buyers that, that uh, you have got a bid against where you were seeing multiple offers in the summer. Um, and don't wait for rates to go down because they're not. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Christmas time, this holiday time, truthfully, is the best time of the year to buy. Yeah. Uh, now through January <clears throat> is the best time of the year to buy. Um, I would say don't delay. You know, get your pre-approval. Get your pre-approval from Omega Lending. 
you know, get your Thank you. uh, you know, get your best deal that they're going <laughs> to offer you right there, and then turn around and call me. You know, get, call my eight hundred number. Call me. Look How me can they get a hold of you? Go ahead and 855 go five 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 homes. That's your number. That's my number. Wow. Eight five 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 eight homes. Is there a jingle? Eight five five. There is now. Hi, Holmes. <laughs> Can we cut? Call them? me today. <laughs> wow, interesting. Man. No, I mean, yeah, I mean, call us. You know, don't don't hesitate. That's the biggest factor. Don't hesitate. You know, if you're even thinking about it right now, do it. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. or at least call or, us and yeah. have the consultation. Yeah. You know, let's sit down and at least put together a game okay, plan. You're going on and on. Like. We get it. Sorry. Bye, <laughs> <laughs> Bye now. Uh, Bye now. Sell now. <laughs> so What's your advice? Nicole, Sell now. The Faf with a silent P. Um, so by silent selling P. a house. What advice? I think this one goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's interesting. I know, right? <laughs> kind of comical. Um, Especially for us. Qu- yeah. God, <laughs> Quit hiring Aunt Sally and your buddy Joe. Yeah. Oh, God. Super oh. annoying. Especially for other realtors that are professionals yeah. to deal with them. Um, also, who knows? Likely, most of them can't negotiate. Most of them aren't going to get you the best deal. Sure. Same goes for your lender. I quit hiring your buddy Joe. Yeah, he probably Unless doesn't know buddy. what he's doing. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> like he closed it's, two it's, transactions yeah, last year. Yeah. I just yeah. had one call me yesterday. He wanted me to send her a couple of my pocket listings that you know they they'll sell, but. You know, they have to find something, and I'm like, honey, no. no that's not how Go it works. hire, you, yeah. you know, she's like, well, my aunt's mom does it. And <laughs> oh, like, that's funny. Get out of here. So that's good advice. So you're advice- hire a professional. Professional. Yeah. Search for a lender. Yeah. Search for a, a a realtor that knows what they're doing. That's familiar with other <clears throat> agents. That's familiar with other lenders. And you're likely going to pay the same. Yeah. How yeah. often does family not you discount? Get, and, yeah, you're not yeah. going to we'll waive better, our better uh, compliance service. fee. Well, oh, think, think right? of yeah. this now. Well, you time know, ki- when you hire Aunt Sally and Aunt Sally doesn't work out, how uncomfortable does that make exactly. Christmas Eve when you're hanging out with Aunt Sally because you had to fire her from selling It's that old house. saying. Yeah. And for Aunt someone Sally's who does, a bitch now. you know, yeah. five, six <laughs> deals a year, I mean, how likely are they to actually hook you up, right? right. I mean, when or, or, my friends yeah, are Not only that, deal. but I can't tell you how many deals we do that it, I call up and it, it, and it happens. Hey, Darren, I know you got multiple offers on, you know, one, two, three Main Street. I've got a great buyer. He knows I'm a great agent with a great lender, and he, this is my buyers X, Y, and Z. Here's our first front, our, our mm-hmm. best foot forward, yeah. and he knows that it's coming from somebody that sells 125 houses a year that he's had a relationship with mm-hmm. that he can call because you know Omega Lending's on the back end of yeah. it, and he knows that it's going to get done it's in not- two weeks and three weeks and. You know, it's a lot different than accepting from somebody that yeah. I had Ooh. one. Uh, Uncle Ted at and you, who State you don't Michigan know. Bank and, or whatever. And the, bu- the, the buyer's my nephew. In the yard mowing the lawn You're all not the just time because he's not answering the phone. You're not just getting the professional. Right. You're getting their network, which is yes. professional, right? Which yeah. is Honestly, big. the network is probably more valuable than the agent. Yeah. To be honest with you, like if the you, network we have behind us is probably way more valuable than yeah. either one of us yeah. are. It's how good is that network? And It's a big deal. How good is that team? It's a whole team thing. Is it a team or is it a fragment? Segmented, right. you know. Like if you were going to build a house, you wouldn't get your aunt, your, your uncle Tom, who's done some woodwork to make your stairs, right? right? But you know what I mean? Right. Like it's not you hire a professional right. to yeah. build the stairs. You had a heart condition. You don't have your your uncle Bob, who was an EMT for three years back in 1964, to to check out your. <laughs> and heart. he stayed at Holiday Inn last night. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's right. how it works. All right, Uncle Bob and Aunt Tilly. Sorry, guys, you guys are out. Uh, Nicole, tell the audience how they can get a hold of you. Do you have a cool number? Like, the, like I don't have a super cool number, <laughs> but my number is eight one zero eight seven five three nine zero eight. Say it one more time. Eight one zero eight seven five. 
3908. Awesome. What's the email address? Uh, well, I have teamfaff at kw.com, but my, my assistant's email, which will always get to me, is soldbysilentp at gmail.com. Yes. Soldbysilentp. <laughs> yes. All right. That's All right, my that's, what, That's what you were waiting for, wasn't yes, it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. Wow. Hey, my website's soldbysilentp.com. There you go. There you go. Nice. Mine's not a Twitter. Mine's just like Pedophy Group. Of course. You know, it's, it just isn't. Right. I, I want a cool well, name you're like you're nowhere near though. as interesting as her. Yeah. <laughs> so can I change mine to not I mean, silent you want P? Yeah. Sold by not all silent right. P? All right, all right, all right, guys. we got to wrap it up. Uh, to the audience, again, go to iTunes. Uh, please go subscribe. Please leave a review. We appreciate the reviews. It helps us uh, grow our audience base. All of you that have listened and have uh, obviously subscribed. And, and to our Share. listeners in Sweden, we really, really appreciate you guys. Really That's really awesome. Out. There's like Sweden. Yeah, you, yeah. you realize that this yeah, is now the world headquarters? Sweden, Netherlands. World headquarters of Omega Lending. No, no, no. no this no, isn't no. Omega Lending. No, this, is, this is Inside Real oh, Estate. Oh, Inside Real Estate. We don't even talk about Omega on this thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Except for today. Yeah, we talked of... a lot about Omega. So the world headquarters of Inside Real Estate. Yeah, okay. So, show's over, guys. <laughs> have, have a wonderful day. <laughs> You've been listening to Inside Real Estate, the nation's top real estate podcast. Don't forget to follow us at irepodcast.com and everywhere where podcasts are available. 